felt good sleeping in. Did it, Dave? You know who didn't get to sleep in? Uh, Chip. Well, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Chip and also me because I live in BFE, Rancho Cucamonga. So if I don't leave before uh, (sighs) 4.30... Oh yeah, four thirty is definitely the latest I could leave before I hit traffic. If I if I leave uh four forty, I'm screwed. It's I'm screwed. So I get I catch traffic. Just that just those ten minutes and I believe screw that. me all up. Yeah, for sure. I believe it that because when I lived in Long Beach, if I left at between five to five twelve, yeah, totally fine. Would get to work in twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. If I left from five thirteen to five thirty, it takes forty five minutes. Yeah, it's balls, dude. <laughs> it's crazy. Traffic here sucks. Yeah, for sure. How but do you, how do you people deal with it? Yeah, I dude. Yeah, I know we're complaining, right? I mean, yeah. we're, we're lucky enough that you know, uh, or I'm lucky enough, you know, I have a studio at home. So you know, when I bell, I bell around you know eleven a.m. Yeah, no traffic. Yeah. Get home within an hour, and then anything I need to do in the. Uh, in the evening, I have a little like home studio where I could you know catch up on any work that needs to be done. Um, but how is everybody's acoustic? Be good if I had an adapter to plug my headphones in. You're a diva. Well, I can't play the clips that uh, Omar plays or what? What? I can't hear the. You don't play the clips <laughs> that Omar plays. Omar plays those clips. We'll, we'll wait for you, dude. Okay, Go get I'll your right adapter, back. man. Thanks, man. Or just grab another uh, pair of headphones. That's Sorry what, about that. That's what I think I'm gonna do. All right. Oh, All right I'll see you guys later. <laughs> how was uh, acoustic for you? It was cool, man. For me, it's always good to catch up with people. I get them in like ten minute in- increments, you know. Like, there's so many people at that show. That, <sighs> so many that... people. You know, and we, yeah, we were kind of talking about this the other day. It's kind of cool to run into you know people, <laughs> but I hate running into somebody I really want to catch up with, but you can't. You literally can't. Be, well, especially for me because I'm running here and there all night. Yeah. It's like I get I get about an hour break in between jobs, and I had like three different jobs to do: editing. Uh, what uh, was your job this year? This year I had to edit music for uh, for language. Yeah. Uh, so at first it was you know two songs from this band, two songs from that band for like you know Smashing Pumpkins. Okay, three to four. Yeah. So very easy night. Halfway through the first night, our uh, general manager says, uh, "Hey." We want to include more music. Oh. So it's like kind of like a last-minute scramble to include more music. And uh, the bands that I was in charge of were AFI the first night. And who else was I in charge of? I for- <laughs> <laughs> oh, glad to have mugs and getting the headphones. I don't know why that happens. So just yeah, put your headphones on and then it'll be, be all right. Yeah. Wow. Everything will be all right, okay? Okay, yeah. all right. So, and uh, so that made it a little challenging. But, yeah, I mean, you know, you just listen to the music. Uh, the, the toughest thing about editing music when you're doing a live show is that you really can't tell if they're cussing or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> but if they are and you can't really tell, you're still responsible for editing that thing. So you have to play, pay not only super close attention, but you ha- what I do is I pull up the lyrics on my yeah, phone. Yeah, I was about to ask. Yeah. I just, you know, pull up the lyrics on my phone just to make sure. And uh, for the most part, they just cussed exactly where they were supposed to cuss. You know what I mean? So it made it super easy. Um, no one's uh, busting a system of a down. F you. No, no, F no. You. <laughs> Everything was cool. Um, yeah, so I mean, it wasn't like a big deal, but you know, it's it's you you really enjoy a little part of the show. It's not like you know you, you get to kind of like chill out, relax, yeah. and talk, you know, and just kind of kind of hang out. So why did you used to edit the interviews? I used what to happened? edit the interviews. I mean, is this something you prefer? Rather than editing the interviews, or? no, I'm a team player, a true yeah. team player. I pu- I go wherever they tell me to. And, so, uh, so right they now, just started throwing you there. They just started throwing me there. Uh, Gene Sandblum, who's the uh, assistant PD, who used to kind of run everything yeah, uh, during the, the shows. Yeah, he's the man who wears the watch outside his pants. Yeah, yeah. so he kind of uh, is is in a different role now. 
now the music coordinators and uh, Jessica Shalvoy and uh, Miles, the music director, are current, kind of in charge of putting people where they need to be. And she's just like, well, you know, I think people were editing music a little slower than I could. Yeah. So she's like, you know what, let's put Omar in here or whatever, or along with, you know, the other imaging directors like Mike Crank, Trevor, and they'll maybe deliver uh, things faster. We ran into a little issue on Sunday with, uh, we have this new guy kind of editing. I think he was taking his time. We were, we were backed up by an hour the second night oh, on the damn. replays. Because yeah. Of this so, guy? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was for this specific guy. I, I don't think one guy could do that much damage. I think there was just kind of like <laughs> Jessica is trying to like kind of like figure out exactly how to schedule. And, you know, Jean's kind of like holding her hand, trying to, you know, figure things yeah. out. But, you know, when you're doing something like this and you have to be extra careful with, you know, uh, the songs and the interviews, making sure no profanity gets on the air, you have to take your time. There's no getting around that. You yeah. know, it, it, whatever amount of time it's going to take, that's it. You know what I mean? There's no rushing that process because you risk uh, profanity and the FCC getting on our ass. And that's a $300,000 fine if, the, if somebody doesn't play. No one's listening on a Saturday night. Oh, I agree. I don't, I agree. <laughs> or Sunday night. Chance, chances are. I mean, there have been you know uh, instances where swear words just get on the air and yeah. nobody complains. Yeah, it sucks being good at your job because then you get these these roles. Yeah, and then you know, we have people like Beer Mug editing our interviews. You know, and he's Beer like, Mug's good. Hey, do no, I punch he, Dave in the face? Here, now? no, no. <laughs> After the podcast, here's Beer Mug, right? <laughs> After, we, we, please. We, okay. we start we start interviewing <laughs> okay. Billy Eilish, right? Uh oh. And and I'm like, oh, cool. Wh- who do I see in the crowd? Beer Mug. Okay. 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 We're interviewing okay. Billy Eilish. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. he's editing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's wrong with that? I'm sorry, Dave. He's I was in the crowd. Goddamn muggos and people wanted to take my picture. In the crowd. That's not good. Not listening to the interview. That was cathartic. In the crowd. Hey, you know what? Not but, listening you know to what, the interview. But, but, but yeah, but again, right. in this case, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It does. You guys did no, a it doesn't, you, guys did, you guys did a crappy no, 15 minute exactly. interview exactly. that went nowhere. Yeah, exactly. And you so know what I do, Dave? I listened to a minute of it and nope. edited it out to make the interview. So do screaming? I really need to be there at the beginning? No. He's screaming because you're getting on his case for nothing. No, because he needs to be there at his job. He wants his job. Dude, Beer Mug on that night went above and beyond the call of his duty. And it's just like Call Dave, always finding something else to just f- pick on me for. <laughs> You're wrong. What's both up, of you. What's up both your ass? Of you. Jeez, no, 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 both no. of Christ. you. Wrong. Oh, my God. Uh, Holy crap. <laughs> well, at least we had the interview the next day. Yeah. Well, guess what, Dave? It takes 10 hours to upload a 16-minute wave file. Yeah, that's not that. that uh, dude, no. uh, on this on this thing, no. that's not that's not Muggs' fault. Thank that's your you, fault, Omar. Dave. Why is it my fault? Because you, you if you really wanted those interviews, you would have made sure to coordinate with somebody to tell, hey, dude, yeah. I want I want the raw interviews available for I us did. Monday morning. His no. name was Beer no. Mug. Did no. you tell him specifically this? No. Yes. I said, no. Mugs, you're saving this, right? Because we're going to need it on Monday. Yeah, I'm saving it. Yeah. Guess what? Guess All what right. I did, Omar? I, I didn't hear that part guess of the story. All right. But guess what I, I saved it to the FTP. Blah, blah, blah. If, if Dave knew anything of how technology worked when you're saving a wave file, uh-huh. that's 16 minutes. Okay. It's Let me gonna, stop you right there. Okay. Because at the end of what you're saying, I get, I, I know where you're going, but you have to double check and make sure it's there. Well, if, if Dave, if Dave told you, hey, on Monday morning we need all this audio, you have to double check. You and, have to. And and where? Guess what? what? 
It was uploading last time I double checked. I know, but, but you know when you're up, when you're up, when you're uploading something <sighs> that's that's you know like that. Well, you know then then you find a workaround. If it's if it, if Dave if Dave did tell you, hey dude, we need this audio for Actually, sure Dave Monday never morning. Told me by the way. Yes, I did. No, Mugs, no, no. I Kevin, said, Kevin, no. Of Mugs? the Kevin and Bean show said, oh maybe edit down to seven minutes. And at that point, I'm thinking, okay, Omar will get it. Okay. Oh, see, okay. passing the no, buck. No, Here I'm we go. Here we go. Passing the buck. I'm not Typical buck. If Dave would do his job. No, I did my job. And convey something and communicate something I said, clearly. Mugs, we need this on Monday. I, I didn't. I just. If, I just. If, I just, if, if, I just if, said if the whole know, interview. I said the whole interview. That. We need this Monday. Okay. I said the whole interview, and you're like, yeah, I put it on FTP. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And by the way, I know how FTP works. Yeah. It's easy. FTP is very easy okay. to use. So okay, and, and uh, where was it Monday? What did Mugs say? I go, hey Mugs, where's the interview? It's oh, the it's, it's in the F-, F. No, you said first. You said it's in the FTP. Should Hap-chip, be in the FTP. Hapchip should be exactly. Yeah. You have to double check if it's this important. Uh, I agree with Dave. If guilty, Dave, if, guilty, <laughs> guilty. If Dave really told you, you you you, you should have double, double checked specifically. I don't know that man, but man, <laughs> I like how sure. mugs. How much are. drinks did you have? <laughs> by, by that, no give me a goddamn drink ticket. Yeah, either. that was very upsetting <laughs> to me Christ. too. I spent thirty dollars on like one drink on Saturday. I was just like, are you kidding pour me? Pour my heart and soul out for this radio I swear, station. I, I can't a, even get a goddamn drink ticket. I had to get a second mortgage on my house just to drink on Saturday. <laughs> oh man, I had all the drinks. It was great. Jesus drinks Christ. were very expensive. Yeah, I know. What up? Seventeen dollars for a, a yeah, liquor drink. It's very, very expensive there. Uh, all right, well. let's settle down. Let's settle down. Let's, all right, let's, let's, all let's take let's a retake. breath. Let's take a breath. It's all right, mugs. Okay, Jeez. okay. It's all right. Don't blame mugs. Let's yeah, just get over it. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Everything's right, cool. Right, fine, fine. Uh, I want to hear a little bit about muggos, though. Yeah. How how did that go? Uh, pre- preparation. How did he feel? It went on stage. How did it go over? Well, uh, turns out that my the lyrics that I wrote for the song are really hard to perform just because of the <laughs> fast fast paced. Uh, uh, what am I trying to find? Uh, fast fast paced nature of the song. The cadence. The cadence. Yeah. I stood on stage. I got there early on Saturday, about three p.m. Jeremy goes on a four, so I'm standing on the stage. I'm listening to the song from my iPhone speakers over and over again. Over and over again. Pretty much nailing it. Okay. Then we sound check. <laughs> oh, the, so you even had a sound check? Had a sound wow. Check. Okay. He had a monitor. In wow. In your monitor. Oh, wow. Yeah, because, I mean, if if the track was going to be playing, <laughs> and I, I had to hear it. I mean, I... Mm-hmm. I I had to hear something because yeah. if I didn't, it would have just been a disaster. Right. So we we had the track playing in my inner monitor. Then we got the vocal test, and of course, there's so much reverb in the forum. Mm-hmm. So you know, it was really weird. It's the first time I've ever performed like that at a venue, let alone the forum. Right. It was so, huge. So uh, everything was going well, and then you know, I come out, and of course, you know, that moment to shine, <laughs> get you the butterflies and. But it was just—I think it was mostly my pacing. I was there, my my breathing techniques. It's hard, dude. Those guys, yeah. those guys are athletes. I think. <laughs> yeah. I think they are, I, I man. Think, I think maybe you're just out of shape, mugs. Oh, yeah, that, that like, it? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I think, I think maybe you got but, a little but out of shape. But overall, mugs, you know? you know, we streamed the performance on Saturday. And I thought you did a great job. I Thank was, you, Dave. I, I, oh, my God, wait. Did Dave yeah. just say something positive? He did, he did, yeah. he did. Well, well, Jesus. <laughs> Listen, I, I call it like I see it. Call it like I see it. What? I miss Sundays, but, man, I, I got I, I caught Saturday's performance, and it was it was awesome. Yeah, it was I, so I, fun I enjoyed to see it. up there. And I thought his Sunday outfit was better than, yes. yeah, than yeah. Saturday. Stepped it up on Sunday. Yeah. The, the, the one thing I will say is that 
<laughs> We're talking now. Uh, high key or low key? When I don't even know. What I'm saying. <laughs> low key, bro. Low key. Yeah, low, yeah. Low key. Uh-huh. Um, like the, like seventy-five to eighty percent of the audience was so confused. They had no idea. They had no idea what was happening. But that other twenty percent were, were like, giggling. "Oh my yeah. god, muggles!" They were the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the stream, someone yeah. wrote in. I'd be pissed if I paid and I saw this. <laughs> you know what? As yeah. the kids say, mugs, you were lit. Lit. You're lit. Lit AF. Lit, lit AF. AF. You were yeah. lit AF. Man. Yeah. Yeah, but, lit AF. But Muggs told me something very funny. Uh, he told me about the lyrics. How, yeah. much, how much, what percentage of lyrics did you get right on Saturday? And what percentage did you get right on Sunday? First the second night, time. First night, uh, 85% I probably hit. And then uh, Sunday, which I he listened to the song even more before I performed, yeah. probably got about 70, 75%. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But what were your guys' highlights of the night? Like, who, what bands are. Oh, the Interrupters. The Interrupters. For sure. when they, they were, when they, I, first time seeing him. Oh, really? Yeah. First time seeing yeah. him. Huge fan of the song. Actually, a funny story about that song. Uh, first time I heard it was on Cats Local Locals Only, and I never do this. The she's kerosene. She's kerosene. Mm-hmm. I never do this. I hear a song if I like. I was like, oh, I like that song. Yeah. I heard that song on on Locals Only the following morning. I went and I looked up the playlist because I enjoy that song so much. Really? So yeah, it's one of those one of those bands I kind of like. You know, instantly gravitated towards. Dude, I'm a huge fan of ska music and uh, Rancid, Op Ivy. Huge fan. Voodoo Glow Schools. That's my jam, right? Yeah. So I heard this. I was like, oh, it's such a throwback sound for me. And I saw them on stage, and they just like blew it. Oh, they blew it up. And then they, uh, you know, brought. Brought out uh, Tim, Tim Armstrong Tim. from Rancid, and, and then they sent it to him. <laughs> time bomb, and oh man, it, it was that was definitely my highlight. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, their management has been on me for like like this whole year. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you got to get them on the air. Got them. I was like, yeah, 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 check them out, check them out. Yeah, never did, never did. I was <laughs> like, I just you know. And then we finally did it, and I was like. Oh yeah, I kind of like this. And by the way, they're they're the sweetest the people, nicest people. They're so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both um, both all the brothers and Amy, they're they're awesome. Yeah, they're they awesome. they came through, deliver. They were amazing for me. It was like wow, it was the Interrupters, but also churches. Churches, churches came through. Great, great. Yeah, Muggles. Uh, Saturday, just, Saturday, I got to see uh, Battle Religion Rise or uh, Rise Against Jesus AFI uh-huh. and a little bit of Greta Van Fleet. Oh. And Greta Van Fleet, by the way. Okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not super digging on them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the dude's voice, yeah, is crazy, yeah. dude. It's he can sing. Wow. So, like, you know, I have a couple of songs I kind of dig. But like, I'm not a huge fan, yeah. but that you have to give respect to that guy's vocals ability. They just blew my mind. Yeah, and uh, they did. Uh, they performed at the Coachella House mm-hmm. this year, or the K Rock Coachella House. Yeah, and I've never seen anyone ask for an encore. Okay. And they did. They came back out and played. Mind you, this is a 15-minute set. Right. right? So they did their 15 minutes. And they go, all right, cool. People were cheering. They did their encore. And they played a 15-minute song. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's the part I caught. It was like a jam jam session. So just a jam session. The drummer Uh, was so good. I was right behind the drummer. And the singer was just, oh, my God, it's so good. And And, and, it's so funny because not only does he have a throwback, you know, Led Zeppelin, Robert Plant voice, right? Yeah. but they were like dressed like they stepped oh, yeah. out of the seventies. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was like, "What? That's awesome!" <laughs> um, 
answer, you guys might not know this, but how old are those dudes? They look like they're 13. So the, a couple yeah. of them are brothers. Okay. I think one of them's 19, and okay. the other are all over like, like 23, 24. Okay. So they're yeah. all pretty like, young. The, the, like the, 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 singer the singer is the young brother. The singer looks like a right? baby. Yeah. Right? He's, how? He's, he's the brother, yeah. He's the, he's the young brother. Yep. Right? So he's, yeah. And, and the guitar player. It's the singer and the guitar player. And the guitar player, player right? You guys yeah. know how many records they have out? One. Just the one? Just one. Man, yeah. if they... Keep uh, keep it up. I mean, with that voice. Oh, oh my god! It was funny seeing all like the middle aged guys at Acoustic Christmas. Be like, yeah, these guys rock. All right, like my, yeah, total to old quote school. Yeah. to quote my friend Smiley, rock and roll. All right, yeah, yeah. I got while while I was watching Greta Van Fleet. That's what I was hanging with. Oh really? Smiley yeah. and Susan. Yeah, 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 it was awesome, dude. I, I love those people. Oh, they're the they're best. So, they're, they're, the, they're the best. Dude. Yeah, you guys should dude, meet my friend Smiley. He's nice. They <laughs> that was their twenty first acoustic Christmas. Twenty. Guess how many it is for me. It blew my mind because they're all like, dude, 21 for us. Yours, I'm going to guess 18. Yep. Yeah. 18. Because it's the same as mine. We're spoiled, man. Same as mine, dude. It's crazy. We've been there 18 years. We've been 18. 14 for me. 14. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I mean, like, remember, like, we wouldn't get passes and stuff. So we'd just be like, oh, we wouldn't get anything. We're we're here in the the crowd. When you guys were working for Kevin and Mean, they wouldn't give you passes? Well, Um, we were, we were, like, I was a really low man on the totem pole. The board op, like, did you ever, like, probably work here and that was it? Yeah. You get two tickets. Because remember, months. Two tickets. Before, we were in a very small amphitheater so yeah. it wasn't yeah. like today we're we're lucky enough to get extra tickets and yeah. stuff like for our friends and stuff and that'll buy them where we just go we will just show. get one ticket like one pair of tickets that's all you got yeah 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 but yeah, yeah, was, but it was a uh, it was it was great times. Thanks for everybody who uh, came out came and supported out and, and, uh, and said hi to us. That oh, was really cool. That's always cool. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and then uh, we ran. To, I ran to a listener, Paulie. He showed me a little design for a B Team T shirt. Oh yeah, coming so, soon. Yeah, B Team T shirts on the way. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we're gonna. I don't know. I haven't talked to Mugs, but I talked to David a little bit about it. Yeah, I, I like to put them up and maybe you know give the proceeds to charity. We'll I like think, it. You know, the a charity, charity or whatever. Is the Dave Sanchez uh, <laughs> wallet fund. Let's go to Baker's fund. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, th- yeah. Th- 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 no, it's not. I'm just th- th- thanks, Paulie. Yeah, he's working on a, a design. Uh, the first one we, it was pretty cool, but I think uh, it looked a little too polished for my taste. Exactly. You and know? so I, I sent him our notes. Okay. And uh, this is awesome that we're talking about this on air. We're workshopping it. Uh-huh. Uh, and he goes, I've never been told to make it janky. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's our brand. He's all our like, brand I, is janky. I, he's, he's all, I find it funny that... My design was too good that yeah. we have to dumb it down. I was That's, like, oh, oh come dude. on, man. Don't you know us? Exactly. Don't you like, know us? But I, I think I think the direction I gave him is pretty damn good. good. I so, can't wait. So, yeah, so we're, we're, we're going to have those soon. So, yeah. Yeah, so we're you better buy excited. them. Suckers. And, uh, yeah, you know what? And uh, we're actually, you know, we did that live event at Hollywood Park at Casino, and we actually had a sales meeting this past uh Wednesday about doing more gigs, so hopefully we we're going to have more uh, B team uh, on the streets. You yeah, know? so you guys could come down and hang out with us. So it's thanks to you guys, yeah. man, for coming out that one yeah, night. Yeah, that, absolutely, that showed our sales team like, hey, they actually yeah, that there's listen. something here. Yeah, <laughs> people who are listening. Here. Yeah, so uh, definitely, definitely uh, a plus. So uh, and we're also going to kind of like step up the B team in 2019, having uh, yeah. guests. We want to basically we want to blow up the numbers, get more people to listen. So the way to do that in the podcast world is to have kind of guest guests. You know, Eddie. Yeah. We're going to maybe uh, Brad Williams, I think, would yeah. do it. You know, yeah, friends of the show. I yeah, mean, totally. Um, yeah. And I think in next episode, I think we're going to have Jensen. 
Uh, yes. We're going to have Jensen yeah. kind of like He's talk about like his our, experience here. Yeah, how we got started. How we got started and stuff. So I, that, I'm curious that'll be to, good. I'm curious to know how we got into Kevin and Bean. Like, yeah, because uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, not like or how we got remember. into the show, but like how he started listening to them oh, yeah, before, totally. you know. Like, totally. So it'll be fun to catch so up with them. I'm curious how he became a rapper. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, totally. Hot uh, Carl. Hot Carl. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, what I think is interesting, Dave, and I uh, want to talk about a little, a little bit of this since, uh, you know, we are kind of a show that has to deal with uh, behind the scenes yeah. in uh, radio and the Kevin Bean show more specifically. But the guys are on vacation as of the 13th uh, now. And I just want to get a little kind of like uh, insight on what you have to do to prepare. I think the listeners would want to know, uh, you know, how much stuff there is to prepare while the guys are gone for uh, their uh, winter break. Well, it's funny because... Like first we gotta do the we gotta schedule the best of mm-hmm. which I it's our best of the the whole year we've tried to pick the best bits that people enjoy the most like, which sucks for me because I have to edit like a crazy man yeah because you got to take out all the timely all the time references, yeah why don't you talk about that, that a little bit like well it, it just sucks because it's very time consuming because it's not like okay when we, whenever we have a bit and we replay it the next day I usually just clean up the beginning and the end for time or you know I mean yeah this time and time references right. Uh, for best of, I sit down and take my time to make sure there. If, if Kevin and Bean have any stutters, I take them out. Yeah, and clean the, it up. The guest, I, I mean, I try to make it really, really polished. You know, mm-hmm. so that's so I'm I'm listening to every bit in real time over again. <laughs> you know, so it's just torture. <laughs> you know, uh, but you know, at the end of the day, it's a good product, mm-hmm. and especially for a best of replay, we want to make everything nice and tight. Uh, there's some bits. Tight. <laughs> there's some bits that you know everything. I think I think what I was. Talking Told is the 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 uh, proper time is to shoot between six minutes and seven minutes, right? Yeah, six so, to six to eight for yeah. break. Yeah, so so for the most part, we tr- I try my best, but some bits, man, I just can't cut them down because they're, they're so good, good so yeah, good. They're too like good. Beer mugs, uh, top interview moments. Oh I just it, that was so good. I was just like, I, I there's nothing I can I could cut out of this because it's so great, you oh know? Yeah. So so uh, it is what it is. So so yeah, I mean that's a kind of a, a pain in the ass. The one thing that I, you know. I always shoot myself in the foot because I tell myself, you know what? I'm going to edit the best of because Chip every day after the show throws uh, the best of bits in a folder. Yeah. And I can, <laughs> if I choose to edit one bit a day yeah. and not have 100 bits to edit at the end of the year. How did but that go? I, I never do that. No. I just, I had 100 bits to edit within uh, a week and a half. Are you, you know? done with them? I, I just, I just wrapped up. I oh, just wrapped nice. I might have, I might have one like the Jake Johnson bit. I may have one if you want, if you choose to replay that. Oh, we're playing um, tomorrow. So are we? Yeah. Okay. So, I'll just I'll just chop it up uh, right. to the the in and the out. That, that one I re- it was so fresh in my mind that it was so good. Yeah. So it's just gonna I'm just gonna have to take out like when it comes out or whatever if it's not oh, appropriate. Okay. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So after you take your time to edit it, now I have to take start looking at all the information, and I don't want to air it at the same time that someone might because we know that that people only listen for a certain amount of time. So we don't want to put it in the same hour, the same the same time that that it originally aired so we got to move it around i try to space out the different style of bits like you yeah. know if it's, if it's there's so much like thinking going yeah, into because, it because like it's true like you know there's certain radio shows that i listen to driving in yeah and um they don't care about that sort of stuff yeah and i will legit hear the same bit a couple times a year yeah and i'm like dude are you do you not really care you know what i mean because <laughs> if i'm who's i'm just a real casual listener yeah. to whatever As show is I'm listening most to, listeners right in, and in i'm, I'm listening radio. to the same bit i'm thinking man you're a lazy ass show you know what i mean so that actually 
actually really does matter. We take pride in our yeah, best. Yeah, and moving to M plus, if this is a great bit, we want someone else, a different type of audience, to hear it. Yeah, you totally. know. So like it, sometimes something happens in the eight o'clock hour that the the early morning listener doesn't get to hear, so we play it, and then that's part of the reason why sometimes we play bits twice or whatnot. Yeah. Um. But after so after that's done, then I got to start working on the show when we come back. <laughs> Yeah, which is weird because there's nobody here to bounce off. To bounce off Yeah, of, to bounce off you know, of, right. and, and now it's time to start coming up with new ideas, new segments, you know, see, if, you know, try to work stuff out. And then, you know, I get pitches a lot from, from studios and publicists and stuff like that. So I got to start gathering them and see what's worth pitching to the guys and what's not worth pitching to the guys. And then responding to that. And then plus, you know, we got to throw in a little couple of days off there. Yeah, totally, so, totally, so there's totally. So there's a lot of work that goes in when they're not here. But the only good thing is that it's quiet. Yeah, and, I get and you to could just get focus. just work, yeah. right? All right, cool. Yeah, well, man. I thought that was good information. All right, let's get into the show. Come along now, take a ride with the BT. Let's get together and take a look behind the scenes. Talking about, talking about Kevin and Bean. Come on, let's start the show. Everybody grab your Vaseline. The B-Team. Yeah, the B-Team. The B-Team. Oh, that's right. The B-Team. Baby! That's right. This is the B-Team Podcast. My name is DJ Omar Khan, the Imaging Director of the Kevin and Bean Show. Alongside me, we have Dave the Kicking Mexico, the producer of the Kevin and Bean Show. Psych. And we have the world-famous Muggos. Muggos! <laughs> uh, which is amazing. I think that's his name now. <laughs> yeah, just Muggos, right? Muggos, yeah. Just yeah. Muggos. That's it. On this episode, we're going to have some Afro, and we're going to end it with the infamous time Bill Burr and Lisa May got into it. You guys remember oh, that? You found it? I found it. Yeah. 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 Wow. yeah. I was in the studio yeah. for that. Oh, were you? Oh, okay, yeah. so I can't wait to get your insight on that. Oh, man. Um, we're going to have some uh, old school Christmas tracks that we're going to um, go through. Do you know that they had Johnny Cash... They had Dave Duchovny and Jillian Anderson and Stan Lee on their Christmas records. I knew about Jillian Anderson and, and Dave Duchovny. Didn't know about Johnny Cash and Stan Lee. Yeah, Oof. yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna revisit those. To? Uh, <laughs> oh, and uh, if we have time, we're gonna um, play for you the time that uh, Bean got injured uh, on Christmas Eve. Which is hilarious. And uh, also, if we have time, we're going to cover uh, Federalizzi's Black Christmas, which is an amazing track. <laughs> it's good. I love it. <laughs> do you think we're not going to be able to play it? No. What do you think? Well, what are you talking about? No one's listening. Okay, good. good, good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're also having a special guest, Steve Chavez, who is from uh, Greenbrier Lane, who uh, was uh, the guy who brought us Christmas Time in the 909. Yeah, he's the lead track of one of the Christmas albums. Absolutely. Great, he great did uh, the, the lead track for that. And also, he did the superheroes track for Kevin and Bean's Super Christmas. I don't remember that one. But. Well, we'll revisit that <laughs> Ooh, and we'll play to, that for you. I get to ask him where they got the name Greenbrier Lane. Yeah, totally. Oh, you've always wondered that, huh? Because there's a Greenbrier Lane in the valley close to where I grew up, and I just want to see if it's that same one. Okay, cool. Well, we'll, <laughs> well, well you'll get a chance to ask him, Muggos. Um, okay, first thing I want to do is uh, we got we to gotta get into this Minute with Mugs. Oh, Minute, Minute. Oh, I haven't heard this in a while. With mugs. That's why I wanted to play it. <laughs> beer mug. Can use some hair plugs. That's true. Minute, minute, minute with mugs. Our friend Beer Mug does a lot of drugs. Yep. Minute, minute, minute with mugs. Our friend Beer Mug, man, he really bugs. <laughs> That's why we gave him only one freaking minute. Because if he really sucks, we'll yell, yo, man, beat it. God damn it. One minute, <laughs> one minute with 
with mugs. One minute, one minute with mugs. That's my favorite part. Why you call yourself beer mug, Dad? <laughs> that means you are always on the, like a little baby boy. Mwah, 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 beer, I need a beer. Oh, beer mug, where's my mug? Where's my beer? Damn, you got served, Damn. son. So served. You got served. What happened to Sam? <laughs> you guys, I kind of miss him. He lost all his teeth and died. <laughs> oh, no. I, I kind of miss him. Oh, my God. That's weird for me to say. That is weird. Well, Magos. Uh, Magos! You did the mumble rap song. Let's play. Yes. Let, let's hear a little bit of this. Okay. I got a pile of coke. Sniff it. You got a bottle of coke. Drink it. Rock skills are not a joke. Laughing. Got allergies up in my nose. Sneezing. Pass me the weed and I'll toke. Coughing. Exhale all of my smoke. Breathing. Rolling around <laughs> on the float. Dying. Call it murder, she wrote. Angela. Kevin. <laughs> that now good. that is a legit funny, funny track. Thank you. Now... Who, who is this, Dave? Do you know who I have did this? no idea. Someone just tweeted it to us. So I don't know where this came from, Muggos. Have you heard this diss track? Somebody dissed <laughs> you. Somebody has a reply track. I don't know how the beef works, the beef world works. Maybe we can talk to Jensen in the next episode. Yeah. Of yeah. How, but but, but I have, heard you, have it. you heard it? I heard it. Okay, so let's play for the listeners. And man, dude, this is pretty, Fire. pretty good, dude. Sup, Muggos? <laughs> heard your song on K-Rock. Guess you weren't making it a rock world. Thought you'd give rap a shot, huh? Well, let me put that thought to rest. Yo, Muggos, beer mug, whatever your name is. Hope K-Rock keeps you, because your raps aren't getting famous. The things you say, it's like your mouth shooting farce. And make Bean seem normal, and Kevin looks smart. Your flow was okay, but your lyrics below average. You sound like an even worse 21 Savage. Acting like your queen, and that was your bohemian. We'd rather hear jokes from Armenian comedians. Always talking diets, talking about a six-pack. That belly is big, but your brain is like a tic-tac. K-Rock moved offices, the kind of change you want so on day when you ate at every restaurant taco bell burger king and panda express his co-workers wondering like bro what's next don't block the snack room beer mug needs the streets almost canceled mumford and son just so he can eat it's sad he gets tired just from watching creed the highlight of his weeks in adult softball league sign up for uber boy was that a fail now he's hanging on to DJ Omar's coattails. It's true. Living with you, I need a couple freaking sedatives. No wonder Mama Muggs always sounds so <laughs> negative. <laughs> Cringing at your interviews, worse than Dodger Blues. I've heard a better questioning at Fox News. Damn. When you start to talk, I'm hoping being a hit the time. I'd rather hear Ali talk about the PC blinders. Rather hear <laughs> Jensen talk about a star is born. I'd rather switch my in and out for some candy corn. Ah, oh, your beer mug. Fire beer mug. No listener has ever desired beer, beer mug. The kid has been Why are you guys singing? Inspired it's beer, beer mug. Beer. You post Malone because you sound always tired beer, beer mug. Come on. Mumbo raps are just retired beer mug. Uh, no matter where you move, Venice to Santa Monica, I'll find you just to hug you and wish you happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> but you didn't see that coming, did you? Got you twisted in all sorts of ways. It does. <laughs> 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 Love you all. Oh my God! Uh, I mean, whoever you are, I mean, so so the so the name on the SoundCloud is yeah. Artie Raw. Ah, it's pretty raw. Artie Raw on SoundCloud, and it's pretty called raw. the song is titled Mumble Crap. Oh, <laughs> damn! So this is like damn. the new uh, Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly yeah. battle. Oh man. no, this is worse. This <laughs> I think he just pushed a T. Uh, what's your name, Mugs? Oh, Muggos. Damn, he dude. was push a T. You were Drake. So oh. so I guess the, the, the ball good. the ball's in your court, Muggos. <laughs> 
What what, what's going to go I mean, down how now? How do I respond? Ooh. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. I don't know. I, do you, do I you mean, have to like you know take I your have... white glove off and slap him in the <laughs> face? You know, so, yeah, I, I accept your challenge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. I think do like. I like first of all that track. the The beat was pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, dude, the guy is truly, you know, he, he's a fan of the show. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Guys, he threw very, in everything. Everything, yeah. and very impressive. I mean, most of it true. Uh huh. In the song. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, most of it. Here we go. Everybody, yeah, no, no. Muggles is going to start throwing Uh-oh. a little bit of shade right here. Yeah, now, this is how it starts. Now here's the thing. Uh huh. When I do, if I if I do respond, if you do, you have to. <laughs> Do I do it as um, uh, like a in the style of Migos, or do I straight up go like good good rap? L- listen, like rap you style? could do. You're the artist, Muggos. You <laughs> could know. do. You do you. Okay. Listen, you know you're I mean? Muggos. I mean, there's times where like you know Garth Brooks was all country, and then all of a sudden he's Chris Gaines and he's doing alternative rock. Yeah, you're, you're, the, aren't those Migos guys? They do other kind of music, or th- that's all they do. I mean, that's their their newer, or I mean, sorry, their older stuff. There wasn't the kind of style they do now. That okay. yeah, so you could just you could but, change, you could yeah, evolve okay. as an artist. Yeah, you could, yeah. You could do any style you want. I can't believe we're really talking about it. Like, yeah, yeah, you can do whatever. Just do it. Yeah, just do whatever you want, man. I want that. I want to figure out that beat. I want to know what that beat is. I don't know if he produced it, but I'd love to. Okay, hey, so, Artie Roth, you're hearing this. Did yeah. you produce that beat? Yeah, can you send it to Muggles so you can do it? Either way, uh, I, on January third or whenever second, we come third, back. Yeah, whenever we come back, January second, whenever the guys come back, we're gonna have to. Get, get, take the beef on the air, man. I think so. Take it to the streets. I know. Oh, man, you know? I, I love that song. That Very so good, well though. done, Artie Raw. Yeah, so. Will you tweet out the link, Dave? Yeah, I'll tweet, tweet it out. out? Okay, I'll tweet yeah, it out, yeah. yeah. So look at uh, Dave, uh, Dave's Twitter. What is it, DJ Sanchez at K-Rock? Or what is it? <laughs> what is the email address? <laughs> What's your Twitter? K-Rock.com. K-Rock. K-O-M. Okay. There it is. Yeah. Pretty good. I didn't, re- yeah. I didn't expect that. Yeah, I didn't that expect awesome. to be... Uh, to be battled. It Dude. was a welcome treat this morning. Yeah. The beef will continue on yeah. January 2nd. Watch out, so, Artie so, Raw. Yeah. yeah, do you have something to say to Artie Raw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Hot 97 yeah, right now, yeah, Jonah yeah, Hill's yeah. favorite morning show. <laughs> yeah. Artie Raw, you better put on your Artie Bra. Because oh! Actually, I think it's in mine because I still got it. Oh, right. well, that's right. Huh? <laughs> All right. We're not good at that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was good. That's my right, hot 97. Right. I like Jonah the, Hill's I like favorite right. uh, oh, morning show. That was so good. Thank, you for, thank you for hyping me. Man. I love it. Oh, so God, good. Dude, that was fun. Yeah. All right, guys. All that right. was a great episode. No, no. We still got more. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Great. I guess to get into some afros here. Hey, this is for the B team. I was just wondering if uh, you can do like a, like a deep, 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 deep dive of like Bean's early days before the Kevin and Bean show. And like, um, especially like at least thirty minutes on that. Uh, yeah, what, thirty minutes. All right. So, uh, well, yeah, this is what he's referring to. Yeah. Ninety-five. PGC. I still love that song from Nisi. Almost sprained myself. Right down there in the ankle. Every time I hear it, you might say it almost made my foot loose. Oh my god! Gee, that that's, was good. That's good. <laughs> um, Bean did tell me uh, about a month ago that he found some tapes of what? early, early Bean. Flash Phillips or Bean? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. But he did. He did find some tapes, a box of tapes, um, down in his basement or somewhere, and uh, he's working on getting me that audio. 
Okay, so so I don't know. Are you the historian? Should I give you my tapes too? Because they're <laughs> yeah, sitting yeah, in a box yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, bring them over. Do dude. you have a cassette tape? Uh, I'm looking for one here. Yeah, I'm oh. looking for one here. Actually, I, I have somebody I work with who uh, gave me a tape, and he wants me to throw it on uh, digitize it. Digitize for him, it. And yeah. I still haven't had a time. There's got to be one here somewhere. There right? is, and that's where I got the 911. Remember when I had the 911 oh, yeah, tape? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How I had to digitize it. I had okay. to come here from Venice. Okay. and literally wait until that guy is in K Earth Studio. Oh, okay, he, the only the of only tape player. Only tape player in this building. There's one in this, in this company. Wow, really? That's yeah. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me give me your tapes, and I I, I think Bean's gonna digitize it on his own. Though. Uh, yeah. He I wants think, to see. I yeah. think some of the tapes we might have heard, but I think I found more. That, oh really? Yeah. yeah. So I can't wait. So so yeah. So it's it's coming. We just have to wait for Bean. Uh, Bean's uh, uh, on vacation now, and um, the dude stays super busy. So hopefully he'll get to us soon. Hey guys, it's uh, Mario and Texas. <laughs> Thanks for playing my call. That was awesome. I uh, didn't think that was going to make the air. But uh, love you guys. Keep up the good work. I didn't put that in there. I'm not all mad at you, but um, it is slightly annoying when you are too busy to do the show. So, love you. Bye. <laughs> well, sorry, man. We just we just can't help it. Hey, but if we do get a sponsor, that will incentivize us to do it. Because yeah. if we have a sponsor, then, hey, if we're getting paid to play... You know what I mean? That's a different story. My right time now, is worth money, bro. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> By the way, thank you everybody who's been Venmoing, uh, Venmoing some cash. I got like sixty nine cents from somebody because he loved the um, Sam the Armenian comedian Christmas track. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, dude. It was. It, oh it was, yeah. It was, uh, speaking of Venmo, uh, some dude. Oh man, I forgot his name. I think it's Eric Estrada who who uh, tried to Venmo me for for saying that I. I, he requested money. Yeah, uh, sixty nine dollars. By the way, oh no, for for talking about eating eating ribs with a knife and fork. Yeah, and I sent him a response saying, "No, no, I'm charging you a dollar for sending me that request because I don't like my hands dirty. You freaking filthy, dirty hand. Hey, <laughs> boom, good man. That's funny. Hey, message for the PP team. PP team. Yeah, I feel like that's gonna kind of catch on. I hope not. Anyway, for you guys, I'm listening to episode 54. Yes, one of the faithful few that have listened to every single episode. And you guys are yes. going over Apple calls and a guy complaining about you guys laughing when you play old clips and you can't distinguish between your new laughter and the old laughter. No, that guy's lame. Don't listen to him. It's even funnier to see you guys or hear you guys laugh along with us when we're listening to the same old goddamn clips. Anyway, keep doing what you're doing. That's it. Peace. I agree. And for the most part on those, uh, uh, you, Dave, you pointed out, it's Kevin and Bean and Ralph and Lisa on those bits, you know, or Jensen. Yeah. It's not so if you hear us laughing, you know, it's not you know coming from Kevin Bean or Ralph and, or Lisa. And the audio is completely different. Totally. So you shut dumb, up, dumbass, yeah. dumbass. <laughs> hey, this is a message for the B team. There is a word that millennials use that. Oh, I want to. I want to know if you guys, because I'm, you know, grandpa on the show. I'm not down with the children like you guys are. Yeah. I want to. I want to know. I'm if pretty you guys, good. All right. Let's yeah. Do this. Okay. The only example that I needed to see to know that this word needs to be used by all ages uh, definitely is awesome. And by awesome, I mean horrifying. <laughs> anyway, the word is yeet, and the example I saw was Voldemort's dumb. <laughs> he couldn't kill Harry with magic, but he could have just yeeted that baby into the ground and ended him right then and there. I'm pretty sure yeet is just a verb that you know what it means, and you just replace spiked with yeeted or, you know, other things. 
I'm old. <laughs> so I'm in the same boat like this guy is. Yeet, I've never heard of yeet. Do you know about yeet? I know that you make bread with it, right? I think that's yeast. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeet. I don't know. I've never heard yeet. Oh, but I, 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 haven't, I haven't heard low-key or dead-ass <laughs> or, you know, AF. Uh, AF. Uh-huh. Yeet. I yeah, don't know. Yeet. Dave, you're, you're hip with the kids' lingo yeah. nowadays. I I'm, no. I'm stumped on this one. All right, well, uh, fake, uh, fake news, sir. Fake news. Yeah, but Wick Wiktionary. Wiktionary. Yeah, an Urban Dictionary uh, says yeet. Third person singular simple presents yeets. <laughs> Presented principle yeeting. Simple past and uh, a simple past and past particle yeeted or humorous yo. I'm I, more confused. Now. I don't even know what that means. Okay, moving on, sir. Fake yeah. news. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, V-Team. Um, you guys are asking about a feedback noise that everyone's complaining about, but you guys can't figure it out for some reason. Um, I just wanted to clarify, uh, I didn't email you guys or anything, but uh, I'm pretty sure that people are talking about... <laughs> that guy always gets me, dude. That's awesome. And we never play guy, it either. Dude. No, I know. Well, actually, I actually think it's funny. <laughs> First of all, B-Team, love your podcast. B-Team. B-Team. Who are you? Can we get your opinion on something? Because we're a little confused. Me and my best friend, we're sitting here. We just went to Oktoberfest. We're 29. We're 29. All right. We just went to Oktoberfest with our, um, her, my best friend's boyfriend's cousin's girlfriend. Okay. Follow By the on. way, it's Oktoberfest, and we're now in December, so it'll tell you how, how backed up we are on the Afro here. By the way, Oktoberfest starts in September. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Her, my best friend's boyfriend's cousin's girlfriend, who we're friends with, and her friend. And we got back to my best friend's place, and Uh-oh. they were yeah. just like, oh, peace out. We're going to go to another party. But oh. they didn't invite us. That's up, right? Like, they're 25. They're 25. But like, <laughs> we would like an invite. That would be nice. But we wouldn't go. But we wouldn't go. <laughs> we would just want to be in- invited. Yeah. We would be like, ah, we're old farts. Like, we're not going to go. It's like 2 a.m. Like, we're 30. <laughs> That's excessive. We already just party for like an hour and a half and my voice is gone. But B team, I need your advice. I love them. Please let me know. Get back to me. Squish. Omar, you should really like in and out God. because that's, that's the best. <laughs> Bakers. I know. They like, what is it? Beer mug? First of all, also, beer mug, I'm in love with you. <gasps> but it's fine. You have a baby. You have a baby mama. It's fine. <laughs> I'm a little tipsy, but we need your advice. Love Give it. Advice on this. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank uh, you for the co- the kind words. Did they leave a number for a beer mug? Yeah. Uh, th- I could find it. Yeah. But they <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure. Um, what's your take on this, guys? Uh, yeah, they should invite them. Totally. Of course. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. That, that was rude. That's very rude. You don't rude. party with somebody for the part of the night and um, say, all right, unless... Unless you said ahead of time. Like, yeah. unless you know, like, hey, guys, I got to be somewhere here. Yeah, but then you don't write together. You meet them there and be like, all right, peace out. We're going to go to the next Totally, day. yeah. But, but you if you're just partying and then you're like, okay, we're going to go to another party, you have to invite. Yes. And, yeah, I mean, just it's common courtesy. And especially if you know they're not going to go. <laughs> By the way, I like that they're only, thir- you know, 30 they're, years they're old. 29. And they're 29. They're 29. They're old farts. Yeah, they're like, it's already 2 a.m. <laughs> oh, man. Me and uh, my... Th- oh. Yeah, probably. If I didn't stop partying really hard until like five years ago. When seven was the last time ago. you saw the sunrise party? Oh, 
Before my children, for sure. So really, yeah. So Mia's going to be seven. So seven years. Yeah, seven Bugs. years. Seven eight years. Guys, I didn't stop partying hard till this past acoustic Christmas. <laughs> You're you partying. saw the sunrise this yes. past oh, right? yeah. what, on yeah, Sunday dude. or Monday? Saturday Mugs, or Sunday? Mugs Saturday. Went hard, man. Saturday, and then I got before we came to work on Monday. I got about forty minutes of sleep. Jesus, it was a nap. Really. And yet he was here. Yeah, yeah, he, was yeah. Here. he was here. He was here. You know who wasn't here? Yeah, Kev Dog. <laughs> Kev Dog was yeah. not here. He was yeah. not here. Hey, this message for the B team. What's up? I'm going to bring up something that I'm sure not people don't even remember or even know about. Remember when Lisa May got into a big fight with Bill Burr at like the yes. end of the show? And the show ran for another like 20 minutes and it was supposed to go because they <laughs> yeah. wouldn't stop arguing. I think it was something about um, sports teams, about letting their uh, players who had you know, uh, abused Ray, their Ray wives Rice, and yeah. girlfriends yeah. Um, violently. And uh, yeah, they just fought over it. And the goal was about like letting it go. And Lisa was like, no, they should, you know, fire him for it. You should look that up. I wasn't that long ago. All right. Suck my balls. Hey, did you see you just suck my balls? Yeah. Oh, that's not nice. nice. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I did did dig this up, and uh, I don't know anything about sports, so I don't know the significance behind this or whatever, but, man, the the moments here are very intense, and uh, it's something about a dude named Roger Goodall or something. Roger Goodall, yeah. Mm -hmm. Roger Goodall. He he is the commissioner commissioner of NFL. To this day, So I want you guys to set it up, but I'm going to preface this with... This audio is nine minutes long, so we're just going to drop drop it in okay. because there's, oh, okay. there's there's really nothing for us to comment on or right. whatever because nothing funny. Yeah, but I think B team listeners are going to get a kick out of how intense yes. it gets. The, okay? o- the only question I have, and this is my memory, and, and we were discussing this the other day because yeah. we were discussing Bill Burr and because he just came on and served Bean, yeah. which you guys got to check out. That's, oh, that's hilarious! That too. was awesome when yeah. he served Bean. But what time of the day was this? Was this going? To the end of the show? End of the show. Yep. It was this end was, of the show. This, okay. The show Fi- ended at like... What? It was the final... Uh, it was the 9... It was, it was the 9 a.m. 9.20 break. 9.20 break. Second break with Bill. And um, right before... Ralph showbiz. So, so it went all the way past the showbiz oh, yeah. into 10 a.m. hour it, to the point where it was we, like we, a, don't e- we don't even have the final uh, the co- final couple of minutes on here because the profiler stopped. Yeah, because yeah, at that time we didn't have the K-Rock exactly. profiler. Exactly. So it stopped. Yeah. So, so at the end of the clip, it kind of sounds like it cut it off. Just That's because it doesn't record past yeah. that. Yeah. It so. was like I, I remember going for like 20 minutes. So break it down. What happened? What, what do you guys recollect? So this is based off the Ray Rice incident, where yes. where there's video of this player Ray Rice punching his girlfriend at the time. Is that like and abuse, oh, like abusing yeah, yeah, her? That's yeah. what kind of started this whole domestic. And it was like a real brutal. It was brutal. bad, like yeah. bad, it was bad, bad, bad. Yeah. Yeah. So then they they suspended him. What four games? And that's what the argument was about. That like, they, why the, didn't they kick him off? Why, the, the, the why NFL, is he even why allowed he, to come back I, and stuff I, like I, that? I could see that. Yeah, but then uh, so so him and and Lisa May just start going at it, and yeah. and it's not like it's not like argumented it like like I hate you going back and no, forth. No, they're, they're just, just having a discussion, but it was yeah. it was, it was intense. a heated discussion. It was a yeah, heated it discussion. Was, it was, yeah, it's, because it's, he made some good points yeah. and she made some good points. Yeah, and then you got Kevin who's just like, uh, <laughs> what's uh, happening? Yeah, it's like, yeah. And, and by the way, Kevin can't wrangle an interview. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, Kevin who's supposed to be the the one on the board who could easily end oh, it by yeah. cutting it off or yeah. whatever. Yeah. which I'm glad he did it because it was kind of it was it was good. It was good radio. It was good radio for sure. But he's there not saying anything. Yeah. And it goes back and forth for a good 10 minutes. And then after that, Bill, like, 
stormed out of wow. the, the building. Really? And was all like, I'm never going to be asked again. And it's like, I don't know what to deal with us. He says that a lot to us. Like, yeah, totally. I'm never going to be like, dude, we love you. No, He's awesome. It's, you're our friend. It's just one of my script. favorite guests. Well, <laughs> I, I, I dug it up, and uh, like I said, I'm, we're just going to drop it in here. You're not going to hear us. Uh, You're not going to hear us laugh. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Just, just because uh, on its own, it's it's pretty it's great. great. So, Get your popcorn out. Yeah, enjoy. Oh, we didn't even talk NFL. We didn't, I know, but I Ro- Roger Goodell. How right, ridiculous Roger. is it that 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 group is trying to get Roger Goodell to step down? Um, I don't know what happened with that whole thing. I'm not a fan of Roger. Roger, you Goodell, know what? But- even if he did see it, even if he did see it, he did and what, then lied he, about it. But he did like everybody does. Like I if mean, you got to do a fender bender, say I did, I saw it, and, and I have made a, a mistake, and have a billion dollars go out the window. Listen, it's very easy to sit on your couch and go like, you know what? I would have done. This is what my thing. That I I would have more sympathy for people bitching about this guy if every time there wasn't a fender bender, the person. Who's in the wrong was like, oh, that was it was a yellow. It wasn't red. It was yellow. And then if the lawsuit goes past a certain point, the yellow light becomes a green light and you just lie your way out of it. (laughs) And as you move up, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. But on a much grander, much more serious scale. No, it isn't. They're really trying to make it look like Stephen A. Smith hit the nail on the head. He's really trying to act like like everybody in the like they, they really have a problem with wife beating. Okay, more so than like plumbers or dentists. Like it's just you're just paying attention to them. And they I have would, nice cars and beautiful women. I would argue, your same attitude towards Tom Brady. There's a resentment to those people. So now you're acting. There's like 50 guys on every team, and like, how many guys have gotten busted for that? Out of all of them, I don't. Versus, have, I don't like, have that number. I don't have that. Nobody stat. does. Yeah. Nobody does. But they're acting like they have a real problem. There's a culture in the locker room. It isn't what it is. It's a group, and it's a major feather in their cap. If they can get the the, the commissioner of the NFL to get fired, then they become this entity of you got to do what they say or else X, Y, and Z. That's a big thing now. So that's what where, they're going for with the whole thing? Well, because my thing is, like, how does that help Roger Goodell's, if, if, if they get him fired, how does that change, like, how does that help women getting beaten in this country? Like, does that change his perspective? Well, I imagine if the NFL changes their attitude, that that's something that would reverberate nationwide and women might realize, yes, you can report it. And yes, you can make a difference here and get somebody. Well, then that would be if all those billboards out there that say don't hit women, then those would work because wife beaters would look at it and be like, ah, I shouldn't do that anymore. No, but if they really thought they would People don't make cultural decisions based on on a sports network like uh, 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 whatever uh, whatever you call it a, a sports league right you're going to make decisions about yourself as a human being you're because what, what what the commissioner of, of a football league does it's the most asinine thing ever it goes all the way back to that Charles Barkley crap where he said I'm not a role model and he's right raise your kids raise your kids properly so it's one of those things where you know he made a, a, if, if he was guilty he made a snap decision to protect everybody else I'm because of what this guy. Like, what, 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 what did people think happened in the elevator? They saw her. She looked lifeless when she tried. You knew the horror no, that but, happened. But yeah. so it you makes could it worse if you if you see she it. She was attacking him and he pushed her and then she knocked her head. Not that he cold. Okay, so her. do you think so? If and then so, the way he dragged her out of the elevator, like he wasn't concerned at all. He let didn't me ask you this: run up to her and tap her and like, are you? You okay? don't know that. You don't. Yes, know that. I saw the video. No, but it's not sound. You don't know what's going on in his I head. Is he freaking he out? Did. Is he stunned? Is he hammered? Here's another thing, though. But so you're basically saying, so if the woman ran at him, then it's not as bad if he punches him in the punches her in the face. It's not as bad if he pushed her as as she's saying. Her in no, the no, face. no. You were saying she's like saying yeah. you're saying that we didn't see if she ran at him. So I'm no, asking no, you. I'm saying it's worse if he punched her versus pushed her and she hit her head. 
On accident. Yeah. He pushed her on purpose, but she hit her head on accident is what Lisa's saying. That's Here's what not I'm as saying. bad so that makes as it him worse. Punch- yes. Here's what I'm saying. Uh, it's 8.53. <laughs> How and- many movies have you watched where somebody pushes somebody and they hit their head and they if die? If you push them... You know, so I mean, I, I don't think I don't think any of that is good. My point no, about it being... No, I don't think it's good either, but there are... So you have... So let me ask levels. you this. So let me ask you this. So if you're the commissioner... Yes. Okay. What is your suspension for pushing? What is your suspension for, I'm a righty, but I hit her with my left... What is your suspension for? I hit her with a combination. I don't think he should have punched her at all. Exactly. But so but you knew what you knew what you no, knew when we she came didn't out. Didn't know that he punched her until that video came out. We didn't know that. He could have just shoved her and she could have knocked her head. Okay, okay, okay. He's a oh, okay. big, strong well, okay. guy. Okay, I'm not saying he isn't, but Roger Goodell has to lose his job. Well, if he saw Why? that video, if he saw the video, and? which they're saying he did and? before, and went, eh, two-game suspension. That's not enough. But I'm not saying I'm not saying the suspension matched it. I don't understand why smoking weed you lose a whole year. But I'm saying, why should he lose his job? We keep getting off the point here, like, like I'm advocating. Because I think he's sweeping it under the rug and not addressing the problem like he should be. Okay, but he should lose his job? Yeah. Here's my why? I don't have a problem with that. Why? Because like, he why, li- should, why should he, one, he lose lied. his job? He lied. So? Have you lied? So? Have you lied? That's not my job. Here's what I would like to say. But have you... Uh, this, is, this is what I just want to tell you. Have I lied what, what you're supposed to be like doing, What you're supposed know. to be doing is trying to work towards stopping this problem. Yes. And to sit there and just fire people and make people lose their jobs and take away their ability to earn a living... It's not, you're, you're completely, you're getting away. You don't think a new person in that job that took that kind of thing more seriously would change the culture I think a li- he did take it bit? seriously. I think he made the wrong decision. I think the guy made a mistake. I think he regrets what he did. I don't think he should lose his job. All right, my point I is. I th- think, I, I, just, I just feel like there's this thing where it's, it's people are mad about it and now somebody has to lose their job. But it doesn't, it doesn't. It's it's not a step towards let's let's get people to stop hitting women. You just everybody's just How oh it's, it just, it's just that crucify him. How does him losing his job? Somebody else in that position takes it more seriously and turns in athletes that do yeah, that. It's and that and that stops somebody from hitting a woman. Mm-hmm. No, but it but isn't it, that the isn't no, that the there end is result a cultural here? Cultural change. Cultural changes do happen You're, over l- time. And when a, 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 something like the NFL takes a real stand, it does cause ripples throughout the country, and people start to stand up. It's I honestly think I honestly think that that, that right there. That is just, that's propaganda. It's I don't not, think so. It's not I think it's propaganda. I, think it's, I don't think the NFL starts or stops beating of women. It's bad parenting. Well, agreed. This guy is an adult. This guy is an adult. They get him in their job when he's 23 years old. Right. Who screwed up for the first 23 years that this guy thought it was okay to do what he did? That that's his thing when a woman comes at him. It's horrific what this guy did. And now this guy is going to lose his job. He has to lose his job yeah, because right this guy that. wasn't this guy wasn't raised right. Uh, yeah, I'm all right with that. You guys haven't given me a good reason though. Uh, I think him lying and not and not really taking. I don't think he took it very seriously. This is just all speculation. Why, why don't you think he took it seriously? He because took it, it seriously. Two games Wait, I think he took it seriously enough. You don't know that. You don't know. I know. If he I, took don't. It seriously. I know. I don't. Right. I don't. So I don't. So we're both guessing. And I'm not advocating any of this. Right. I'm not advocating not showing the video. I'm not advocating. I'm just saying this guy to have to lose his job. Fine with that. Is, is just like Fine this. Fine with it. It's just this anger thing that's not working towards solving the problem. 
And people go, oh, he lost his job. Now now we're going to see people, like, fearful of losing their job. It's like, it's like a McCarthyism um, way of going about trying to I solve a problem rather works, than actually addressing the problem. Society works slowly. This is not going to be an overnight thing. But I think if you replace a guy like that with a guy who really does take that type of thing seriously, it makes a little difference. And you move I, I forward think, a little he, bit. I think he did take it seriously. Well, okay, I, think, I don't think that, he did. I, I, think he tried, I think he just decided he didn't okay. want okay. his, well, his why, why don't you to look up? Why don't you look up a certain car maker that knew they had a bad ignition switch i don't have that kind of time okay yeah and like six people died they literally committed six homicides and none of them lost their jobs it's it's just it's it's like a witch hunt like why this guy there's something about sports everybody in sports has to be held accountable but if you're a banker and you you rob the entire nation like nobody goes to jail for that it's it's ridiculous but that doesn't mean he shouldn't be held accountable because other people weren't here's what i why not that's not a good argument. Yeah, it is. So three people got it away is. with a crime and you catch the fourth one, he shouldn't go to jail because three people got away no, with they, it? No, they caught the bankers. They caught the bankers. And they didn't go to jail and they got the houses back to do it all over again. Hey, Bill. I love you. Yeah. Huh? I love you. Anytime you go into the bankers, it's like everybody's got a microchip in their head. You're, all right. Yes, you're yes, one yes. of the best let's, comedians let's, that let's I know. Let's continue attacking sports. Let's hold them accountable. Everybody else can do whatever the hell they want. And if your kid screws up, it's because of the power forward on the, on the, on the Portland Trailblazers. I don't know what he's doing. He's, he's an angry man. Okay. I'm not an angry... <laughs> Bill, I love you, but we have to go. <laughs> I apologize. You got, you got to tell me. This, this, you can't okay. tell me somebody right now is not late for work listening to this. I can't tell you that. I no. know why they're late for work. They're stuck in traffic. How many bloggers right now are going <laughs> to just sit there and be like, you know, he was advocating. <laughs> a lot. A lot am I going to lose my job Sunday night? <laughs> I certainly hope not. No, because yeah, then people will actually will listen to this and think that I advocate hitting women. Which no, you don't. No, they don't. Of course. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Because, they, that because, does happen. That... Because you didn't go along with the, let's, let's fire Roger Goodell. You're... I'll tell you, if Roger Goodell didn't exist... This would still Women happen. would not get hit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well that's not funny. That's not funny, wow. yeah. So that's exactly the part where it, it just cut off. And yeah. we, 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 we stopped recording. Just because the recorder, right. the recording thing for the podcast. Wow. It went so long, so, so uh, I'm yeah. sure Beer Mug had a CD in, but it just, there's no more. You know, there Dude. was just no more. Yeah. So I don't even intense. know how, you know what we had to do? We had to move the commercials. Uh, I had to call traffic. I had to rearrange everything. We had to play the commercial that were before ten and and cats for stop set. Yeah. It was a it thanks was, a lot, Bill Burr. Yeah, but it was it, it, that was uh, that <laughs> That's was uh, K Rock beer mug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that no, was I love great. Bill. He's great. Um, so back in the day, Kevin and Bean used to do these Christmas records. Uh, they did a ton of them. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, around thirteen. I'm guessing they did. They were the best. Christmas in the LBC for Shizzle Saint Nizzle. How the Juice Stole Christmas. Kevin oh, and Bean's sure. Christmas time in the 909, Kevin and Bean's Christmas in Your Ass, Kevin and Bean's Last Christmas, no Kevin and Bean's uh, Santa Swingin' Sack, Santa Claus, Schmanta Claus, Kevin what? and Bean's Super Christmas, Kevin and Bean's Swallow My Eggnog, Best title. The Real Slim Santa, uh, the first one was called The White Album, and then the year they recalled Santa Claus. Was the first one really called The White Album? It was called The White Album. How fitting that the last, the last one, one is the, the Black, Black album. album. Yeah, yeah, That's totally. That's not available anywhere. It's not. No. Um, Except in my Dropbox. What? <laughs> And it's uh, and mine. Uh, so I'd like to revisit some tracks that I I've heard for the first time when I was pulling these, and these are really? pretty entertaining. Well, kind of what blew, oh, old one, old one. yeah, old yeah. ones. What yeah. kind of blew my mind is the level of star quality these f- were able to get. Yeah. It yeah. was crazy. Like 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 you get at the time in the nineties, X Files, arguably the biggest show 
yeah. around, right? Yeah. yeah. And they were able to get Dave Duchovny and Gillian Anderson to cut a track for their Christmas record. And this is very entertaining. Hi, this is Gillian Anderson, Agent Dana Scully on the Kevin and Bean Christmas album. And David Duchovny, Agent Fox Mulder from the X-Files. This <laughs> holiday season, trust no one, not even Santa Claus. <laughs> Mulder, Santa Claus isn't real. He's a folk legend. Any eight-year-old child could tell you that. What about the proof, Scully? Proof. The crap, Scully. It was reindeer <laughs> crap. You analyzed it yourself. So it's reindeer crap. Reindeer do that too, you know. On the roof, Scully. How do you explain that? There could be a thousand explanations. Maybe some kids put it up there as a prank. Maybe the reindeer ate Mexican. <laughs> right, then how do you explain what we found on that half-eaten plate of cookies? All we found were a few white beard hairs. Kenny Rogers could have been up here. We don't know. We, they could have come from anyone. No, not just anyone. There's someone out there. Yes, Dana, there is a Santa Claus. Oh, Fox, forget about that stuff. It's Christmas. Hey, I'm going to buy your gift tonight. What do you want? The truth, Scully. <laughs> All I want is the truth. And a pony. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Isn't that awesome? Now, how, how would... That's she so sounded cool. she sounded interested in doing that. So <laughs> so Lightning it was Lightning at the time producer? I was sure Lightning Lightning produced um I think every all of them. Yeah, all of them? I think all of so them. So what yeah. so how would he go about getting them? So they would be in the studio. This one per, well either and, uh, in the studio they or probably he would send go, him a script. They probably sent him a script and when they were doing ADR or like voiceover and stuff like that, they probably just Went back and forth. Sent, oh. sent the sent the voice tracks back to whoever's producing it. Lightning. I'm sure Jimmy wrote it, or yeah. or or Cortland, or yeah. someone wrote it. Yeah. And sent them the script. Got approved, and they did it, and they sent it back. And that's cool. But w- well done. I mean, yeah, that was pretty good. And that's, I like that's crazy. And I liked uh, the track in the background. It's very. It was X Files and like X Files uh, Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah totally. I want to know who did that. Yeah, that's totally. that's the best part about it. Speaking of uh, Mr. Jimmy Kimmel. He used to do a uh, Carl Malone impression on the Kevin and Bean show. And this is Carl Malone, uh, not Carl, Ma- no, this is not Carl Malone <laughs> doing Kwanzaa. I don't know why it's labeled not Carl Malone, <laughs> but this is not Carl Malone doing Kwanzaa. Well, ho, ho, ho. Hello there, y'all. This here, Carl Malone. What's up, Kevin and Big? What's up, baseball? Every day around holiday time, people come up to Carl Malone and say, Carl Malone, what the hell, Kwanzaa? And that's a good question, because Carmelo wanted to inherit sometime, what the hell, Kwanzaa. So guess what Carmelo did? Carmelo found out. That's right. And now Carmelo going to tell you a story about Kwanzaa told back by Carmelo. Way back when, long time ago in 1985, a show by the name of Bill Cosby Kids came on TV. And that TV were named NBC. And Bill Cosby have a whole mess of kids named Denise Theo, Vanessa, Rudy, Jasmine Guy, a white one named Sandra, married dude Bill Cosby kid didn't like named Elvin. They had two kids, a uh, little Winnie, little Nelson named after Howie Mandela, and of course, cute little Rudy who went on to grow a big old mustache right there on Rudy Lip. And that's a good show, but here come along whole thing. NBC name show what? Bill Cosby kid show. But where the hell Bill Cosby? Carmelo see a Heathcliff, Heathcliff Huckabee, and Carmelo do heart that Huckabee. But where the hell, heck, Bill Cosby? Ain't that a dang thing? And that's how dude made up Kwanzaa. Dude who called Heathcliff Bill Cosby Huckabee, same dude called 
Christmas time qualms a day. And that's where babies come from. <laughs> ho, 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 y'all. This here Carl Malone saying Merry Christmas and a hippity hoppity Kwanzaa Eve. That's good, right? There you go. That's how Kwanzaa got started, I guess. <laughs> was that was that improv? Oh, I don't know. I think that's how Jimmy works uh, Carl Malone. I don't think Carl, he, I, he ever scripts Carl yeah, Malone. That's I, what think, I think I think he free flows Carl Malone. That's awesome. I think Carl Malone's just in him. <laughs> uh, and uh, th- amazingly enough, I knew they uh, interviewed Johnny Cash a couple of times, but I didn't know he was on actual Christmas record. What? This uh, appears on uh, Christmas in Your Ass, and this is a uh, <laughs> Johnny hey, Cash. Mr. Cash, uh, we're going to get a track from you. <laughs> it's going to be on our album, our Christmas album called Christmas in Your Ass. Oh, I love Christmas in Your Ass. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is uh, Johnny Cash's holiday message. <laughs> Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. You know it's not cool to kill on Christmas. But if you must, make it the guy who sings that Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer song. Thanks, and have a happy holiday. That's it. That was awesome. That was awesome. Uh, Unfortunately, this year, uh, Stan Lee passed away, and uh, we did have Stan Lee on one of our Christmas records on Kevin and Bean's Super Christmas. He actually did the intro. Oh, that's right. uh, This is how that went. Hi, True Believers. This is Stan Lee coming at you. And I want to welcome you to Kevin and Bean's new holiday CD called, naturally enough, Kevin and Bean's Super Christmas. You know, even though my modesty is legendary, (laughs) I have created some of the most famous superheroes in the world, like Spider-Man, the X-Men, Fantastic Four, the Incredible Hulk, to name a few. That's why I wanted to introduce the CD, to let you know that I had absolutely nothing to do with these so-called superheroes from the Kevin and Bean Show. I mean, talk about a bunch of window lickers. Come on. (laughs) Special K? Beanbot? The Pet Parent? I've never seen a lamer bunch of costumed losers in my life. And you can take that from a guy who knows Ant-Man personally. I want each and every one of you to know that the superheroes on this CD have no connection whatsoever with me, Marvel Comics, POW Entertainment, or any other reputable company. Now, with that being said, enjoy the CD, if you can, and hey, as a special favor to me, have a wildly happy holiday. Excelsior! Oh, that was awesome. How awesome is that? He's such a good storyteller. Like, yeah. just, like hearing his voice. Amazing guy, ama- amazing legacy he's going to leave us, uh, and uh, R.I.P. Stan Lee. Way and, to go, uh, Dave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So on the next podcast, we're going to get to uh, Bean Passes Out on Christmas Eve. and uh, Wait, Fed- that really Fed- happened? Yeah. Like, he hit his head on the... I think that's the time where he passed out and he broke, almost broke his ribs oh, on a heater. Oh, that's yeah. right. So we'll, we'll, Wasn't we'll... that when he got up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Off the toilet, I'm not right? Sure. I'm not sure. Uh, why did you make stuff up now? <laughs> well, we'll, <laughs> hear, we'll, hear it. We'll, we'll hear it on the next episode. Uh, like and uh, episode. We'll, we'll hear uh, <laughs> Black Christmas if we're allowed to play it, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but uh, we have uh, that actually that's little Stan Lee uh, set up will lead us nicely into our next guest we have Steve Chavis from Greenbrier Lane who created the title track to Kevin Nabeen's Super Christmas check this out
great halls of K-Rock, there are assembled the world's seven greatest heroes. Special K, Beanbot, the Green Eagle, the Pet Parent, Wrong Man, and Roid Rage. Gathered together from the four corners of the universe, Phoenix, Seattle, Los Angeles, and Philadelphia, they have joined forces in their mission to fight for truth, justice, cold beer, and hot chicks. We have the guy who created that, Steve Chavez, in here. Yeah! Thank you. I, I had a lot of help from my uh, musician friends as well. That was all you. Uh, <laughs> you're being modest. How you been, man? I'm good. It's uh, Thanks for am- coming in. It's amazing to be back in the building. It's been probably 13 years. That's crazy. seeing you guys. That's and crazy. I don't even let myself listen to that because it just brings up some... Some stuff. Really? Oh, yeah. Way to go, like, Omar. Like, like what? Yeah. Uh, just those were good times, man. Yeah? Like I was kicking Well, wouldn't ass. you want to like revisit that? Or uh, Well, it's kind of like uh, <laughs> like kissing your dream girl, but then nothing happens with it. Like, you know, I was here. Yeah. Like, like a band that got to tour and right. open with a bigger right. band or whatever, yeah. and they just kind of like, you it, know, didn't do anything with that, that kind that of thing. I line in that old song, The Taste of Honey is Worse Than None at All. It's mm-hmm. like kind of like a honey sucks. Uh, yeah, honey sucks. It. But you know, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, I'm unbelievably grateful. But I, I just don't listen to that stuff that often. Really? So are you still your your band's Greenbrier Lane? Yes. Uh, is the band still around? Or are you guys yeah. still gigging? So when the recession hit, I had to focus more on my real job. Mm-hmm. And um, but I promised myself I, I would never give up songwriting. So for like a six year period, I did no shows, no promoting. Mm-hmm. I, but I I put out two records in that time. So nowadays. You basically, you finish your record, and then you send it to a company, and they can get it out to iTunes and Spotify and everything. So I did write two albums, but I didn't really promote or do shows. Now, was it just you or you and the band? Um, I'm still good friends with um, two guys from the—well, I'm, I'm friends with everyone, but I, it's it's the same people, yes. Okay, cool. And so, yeah, cool. like, we've all stayed in contact and stuff. I just didn't—I didn't, didn't want to do shows for a while. Right, I just no, kinda, I, I, like, I get it. Cool. Needed to focus on my job, on life, right? <laughs> life, yeah, on life, on life. Know? Yeah, for sure. So, at, at, at a certain point, you gotta say, "Well, I gotta make money, and I gotta focus right. on I, certain areas that are paying off, rather than stuff that's not really paying off." Right. And that job was—it's you're a t-shirt maker, right? Yeah, like, I have yeah, my you still own have a bus- printing company. Yeah, yeah, I have a little business printing shirts in Norwalk, and um, that's kind of. What's the name of the business? Pimp okay, it up. Okay, I didn't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah, called yeah, yeah. Burley Custom Screen Printing in Norwalk, and we could always use more work. And uh, I'll tell you right now, uh, the order's got to be somewhat worth it, because don't call me for one or two shirts, please. Oh, okay. damn. All right. Let me what's, uh, what, what's the website? <laughs> uh, Burleyprinting.com. Okay, cool. And so, yeah. Um, I think a, a, a beer mug's been, uh, he has a question for you. Go for it. Yeah. Well, First of all, I'm gonna. I now know where I'm gonna order my beer mug, aka Muggos t-shirts from. There you go. <laughs> so, and then number two, Greenbrier Lane. The name was that from? There must be a lot of Greenbrier Lanes. I'm thinking in America. Where did you get the inspiration for the title of that band? Okay, uh, this is a good question that I don't. I know the answer, but it's gonna get a little hairy with some people. I think that I came up with the name. 
But my neighbor seven houses up, who I've known since second grade, Elaine, says that <laughs> she gave me the idea. And to me, the name made a lot of sense because my street is perfect suburban street. But if you get into each home, it's just so unperfect. Mm. It's so like, you know, there's everything. Yeah. My, on the outside, it, could, it looks nice and clean. On the ins- inside, it's like a meth house. My neighbors were murdered. <laughs> like I mean, and I mean, like this was back in 2005 or something. You would never look at my street and think anything like this happened. Right. You know, and there- Did you do it? I did not do it. Okay. I was worried <laughs> about know. my dad. Good to know. For a while. Like maybe he had done it because he didn't get along with him, but it wasn't. <laughs> oh my God. And I mean, like- Cold case. If you-, if you I, I live in a in a beautiful, like not amazing, but a, a yeah. great neighborhood mm-hmm. where people can walk their dogs, people can jog. Like the biggest thing that happens is like a coyote ate someone's cat, yeah. right. you know, or or um, maybe a package thief. It's super rare, yeah. Like, you know, and but if you divulge in each, each family, there's just unhappy marriages. There's people, you know, who just everything that yeah. you get, yeah. you know. And so I thought Greenbrier Lane was kind of like. I remember when I told people, I remember Kevin told me, that's the worst band name ever. You just looked up at the street <laughs> sign. And I'm like, yeah, you know. So it had nothing but to do with a certain, it had nothing to do, like you didn't live on a Greenbrier Lane. No, I do live on Greenbriar Lane. Uh, oh, you My do? Bad. Sorry. City? Oh. City? oh, well, I, should I say that? Well, is it a valley or? Uh, this is on a... An Orange County green because right. I, so, I love, no. I love okay. my neighbors, and yeah, if my band what? ever does take off, like I would <laughs> really feel bad. Like no. my my neighbors are great. No, no, it's because Beer Muck thought that it was from the Valley. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of green. Right, and lanes. mine. Well, I'm not gonna say that. Next <laughs> time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, so um, tell us a little. So you're bit wrong, about, mugs again. Tell us a little bit about uh, how you hooked up with Kevin Bean or Lightning okay. or how how I've did been you... practicing this the last few days okay. since you guys caught. Okay, okay. Here is what happened. Right out of high school. I started a business printing T-shirts. Within months, I knew what I wanted to do. I have some, I had some money saved up, so um, I w- I was very motivated because I decided I wasn't going to go to college. I was just going to start working. You okay. know, but part of being motivated and getting there meant being there early. So in around early two thousand, I fell in love with Kevin and V and became a super fan. Bad choice. Right. No, I mean, like, I was one of those guys. Do you remember when, like, the April Fool's joke was Blink played? Um, oh, yeah. I helped yeah. produce that. Okay. Oh, I yeah. was there. Yeah. I was also standing outside at a Best Buy in Long Beach at one point, you know, getting my CD signed. Mm-hmm. I was going to an acoustic Christmas. I remember one year, like, Lincoln Park opened, and the next year, Lincoln Park closed. Yeah. It was yeah. unbelievable, you know? While all that was going on, I, I rode BMX as a kid, so I always liked punk because that kind of went with it in the yeah. 90s. And um, I also played piano, so I, I kind of got into punk, like, and mm. I, I finally bought, like, my first good guitar and amp, and once I learned bar chords, I was just playing along to Green Day, The Misfits, Social D, and I'm like, holy crap, I can do this, you know? Like, right. I could, I, especially, like, no offense to Social D, but I can't play the solos like Mike Ness, but I could do three, four chords and mm. come up with a story. Right. And I tried out for other bands, and then I realized, you know what? I'll probably just write the songs. And so when I recorded my first CD, I was also a super fan of Kevin and Bean. And I knew that every Halloween they would solicit for Christmas songs. They would, or excuse me, Halloween Halloween, songs. So on my first CD, I included a Halloween song and I sent it in. Lightning was the producer at that time. Lightning calls me back and says, hey, we like this Halloween song. We're going to play it. And they played it in their entirety. Like sometimes they just play clips, but fine, they played... And so then when we got to talking, I told him I was a T-shirt printer, you know, because I'm trying to get in. 
Right. You know, and he had just happened to start his clothing company. Long Beach Clothing. Uh, okay. And so that, oh, that was my, my in, you know. And yeah. so, and I, I want to make it clear. So that how bad did Lightning take advantage of you? He did never. <laughs> yeah. Ever, ever that's nice of you to say. <laughs> right. Okay. Like, I, I put my sock on the radio. I'll, I'll give you a yeah. shirt. Lightning yeah. always said to me, um, Whatever you give me, I will produce to Kevin and Bean, and they have the final say. Like, don't expect any favors, and I don't expect any favors in shirts in back. And but we'll, if you print a thousand shirts right. for twenty five cents each, no, then we'll no, definitely play it. No, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna make sure that I'm clear <laughs> that he was always like, you know, super. Never, never put me in a position where I was like, F- oh, right. can I not? That's I, fine. It's, it's yeah. That's fine. He never, and we became good friends. Like I remember when he started his clothing company. Um, I was helping him move the racks in and stuff. Like this guy, wow. like we just had a similar kind of like live in the. Car. I could see you guys have like the you know the oh, work we, ethic. Kind yeah. of. We both have work ethic. We're both dumb. Um, <laughs> we, we're both dreamers. Like we just ha- we just really hit it off, and I hit it off. Like Brandy, his wife, yeah. was unbelievably nice to me, and so I, he was ordering a lot of shirts. So I had said to him, in amidst all this, "Hey man, I have a concept for a Christmas song." And he was so into his business at the time. I, I remember when I said it to him, it was just like in one ear out the other. Right. I wrote Christmas Time in the 909 and put that on my first record too. I gave it to him. And a week went by and, and nothing. And then finally he's all, <laughs> dude, they love this song. It's an amazing song. Right. Like, and I, it still holds up till today. What's, what's even, we, we, we played it last week. Wh- yeah. What's even more amazing is my friend Brian, who played drums on the original recording of that song, had been playing drums for like four or five months. Like and that's we, it, right? Wow! Like, like we knocked it out. I had all these songs written, and a lot of it we had to cut his drums. Like you know, like he would screw up, and we'd pick it up. Like it was a nightmare. Right? I love you, but you suck. And, um, <laughs> you know, we got through it though. We got through it, and uh, it was crazy to hear. He played on the Deadwalk Streets too. You yeah. know, and he got through it. All right, let's uh, let's play a little of that because uh, yeah, this is an amazing song. We're gonna hear the entire song here. Just that start. It's amazing. I don't know. I don't remember much of writing this. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great song. Smoke cloud dries up the chimney. Meth lab in disguise. Dad gave mom the same old gift. A set of two black, black eyes. Mom is down in the workplace. Tell lab dads what's on tips. Ho, ho, ho for the mistletoe. And the drunk guy grabbing her tits.
so good. Thank so you. good, yeah. man. Yeah, I, so good. A lot so good. of help. So uh, good. Briefly, I want to mention um, that I'll, I'm going to be playing that song on Christmas Day here because uh, the B team we're doing that Christmas special again. Yeah. So I just want to you know make sure people know that uh, the Kevin Bean B team are going to be uh, on the air on proper K Rock Christmas morning. So we're definitely going to rock that song. That's awesome. So yeah. Like, so uh, yeah, this is a weird thing that happened that I didn't find out until this year, and I don't know if Dave even knows. I know nothing about. You don't know nothing. about what happened with this song and how it, it kind of like. Was supposed to be another idea, or you know the well, story you were it's, telling it's, me. It's even stranger. Get on that, that. mic. Yeah. Okay, sorry Thanks. about no that. Worries. Okay, so all this happened in 2003. Uh-huh. Lightning around the summer of 2004. So, you know, now I'm like 10 months into the band. He had said, hey, uh, the guys want to do a record called Christmas in Neverland as the Chris- next Christmas album. Would you be interested in trying to write a song? And I lit up. I was like, absolutely. You know, I got the team now. Yeah. So, did any of you guys, Dave or Muggs, did you guys know that there was a record that was supposed to be called Kevin and Bean's Christmas in Neverland? No. no this did, was this was after Christmas time in the 909. Oh, no, this is all. This, this is this, this is becomes Christmas becoming Christmas time. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. No, I, I was never. Did you ask them? I no. I haven't talked. Okay. To them yet. Right. Because no. what if they don't even remember? No. Yeah. I, w- I was never privy to what the, the only person the, I ever spoke to was Lightning. Okay. So yeah. that he used to keep stuff pretty close to the vest. Well, okay. I mean, rightfully so because you don't want to start working on things that are gonna. Come to fruition, so, right. so you got to narrow it down. So Lightning asked me to write a song, you know, and I, of course, went with all the puns that they had about Michael Jackson. The, the guys had, like, you know, I, I was a super fan. I listened yeah. to every morning. So I wrote this song, just like 909, yeah. just all their jokes in a song. And what happened was, is after it was all done, they loved it. And I remember Psycho Mike told me, that song is amazing. I'm like, oh my God, Psycho Mike thinks I'm Yeah, that's a huge good, compliment. You know? <laughs> yeah. My drummer was like, where did you come up with this? I'm like, yeah, you, I don't know. You know, it's it's just four chords, really. I use a lot of keyboards and stuff to, I, I'm I, I'm really studio guy. Right. Like a live, we're, we've only done 60 shows in our existence, you know, <laughs> how good can I be, you know? Right. So, um, hammered out the song, turned it in, they loved it, I felt great, and then Eminem had came out with that video, Just Lose It, and it was kind of poking fun at Michael Jackson a mm-hmm. lot in the video. So whoever the powers that were be- above Kevin and Bean said, yeah. we-, we can't use this. Like, Probably Linda. <laughs> whatever yeah. it was. This is all the story I got from Light. Right. So It sounds like okay. it would happen yeah. this it sounds way. Plausible. It, totally, it totally sounds and like so it would happen this way. I remember yeah. when he told me that. It was just someone kicked my stomach in. I'm like, damn, yeah. you know, this is it. And the first thing out of my mouth when Lightning said that is, hey, man, well, I went and re-recorded a better version of Christmas Time in the 909. Why don't you ask the guys if they want to call it that? God knows what made me say that. Or, right. I'm never that sharp. Yeah. But in that moment, I said <laughs> the right thing. And he, I remember he's all, that's possible. And I was like, okay. I left his house, and the next day he's like, they love it. But isn't that a crazy story? I didn't know that. That's mm-hmm. a crazy story. It's crazy. And by the way... Um, this is a B team exclusive because this track I think is on YouTube. Maybe um, it's on. Oh. My, it's it's on everything but uh, Pandora. I'm on okay. everything but Pandora. Okay. It's on my album called Party Thrown My Way. So I I only heard this song when when Steve uh, uh, Steve and I reconnected at Lightning's anniversary party, yeah. and he was kind of breaking it down for me, and I was I was blown away by this story because I had never heard it. And then that Monday following Lightning's party, I heard the track, and I was blown away on how good I it am, is. This is 
a great moment because I've always wanted someone to want to know this story. Yeah, like, I've crazy. always wanted to, t- to really? tell this story. It's crazy. Hey, this, yeah. this is where I've wanted to tell awesome, this story. Awesome. You know? well, so there's this thing called email. It's cool, man. Well, <laughs> I, I'm not the type to, like, bug. You know, like, oh, yeah, you yeah, know, it's sure. just not me. That's just us. No, though. no. I, right. you know? I mean, like, no, you know. I'm just kidding. Um, so this is, a, this is a, like, a well, I guess it's not a world premiere, but it's kind of an exclusive. We're, gonna, we're actually, you know, sending it out to the masses, to all the B-team Kevin and Bean listeners. Yeah. So uh, you guys are going to be blown away by this. This is Christmas time. Nope. <laughs> hey, this Kevin. Is, this, is <laughs> this is Christmas in Neverland. We're low on cash this Christmas. There's no presents under the tree. Be that good again. How <laughs> great is that? That's awesome. Thank you. I'm awesome. so glad awesome. to share that with people. Oh my I mean, god, like, uh, so good. Yeah, it's just amazing Exclusive. to share that with people. My, my favorite line is "Come home a little abused." Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, a lot of the at that time, um, Ralph did a Michael Jackson skit 
yeah. very, very often. Yeah. You know, and so I created the story, but I used a lot of his, you know. The stuff that he would use mm-hmm. in the, on, the, on the bits on the regular. Right. Yeah, like right. Jamal. And, right. Yeah. All that, how he would throw all that in. Tell so. us a little bit about how you felt actually, you know, working with Ralph. Well, that skips all the way to the Super Christmas The Super Christmas, thing. yeah. So two years after that, Lightning had said to me, this is 2006, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would like you to help work on the Super Christmas album. Here is a list of the characters. Can you write a theme song for each one? And I mean, and I guess Ralph wrote out their traits. And it was like right. Kevin was special K and he was like, you know, forgetful. And, <laughs> and, and the bean bot uh, was a guy who never left his island. And, yeah. you know, like that came out really well. Like we did nine, I think, of the 30 tracks on nice. we were part of nine. Like nice. it was unbelievable because it said, Ke- when you open it, Kevin and Bean, Super Christmas, produced by uh, Jay Lightning Till- Tillis and Ralph Garman, superhero themes by Greenbrier Lane. And I was like, whoa, I'm the third mention when you open this. That's great. You know? That's great. Yeah. So if people want to find this, um, all your music, uh, where can they find it? Okay. Uh, Spotify is my favorite place to find my stuff. Okay. Too. I seem to be everywhere but Pandora. Like okay. nowadays, everything's do it yourself. So they just search gr- Green Greenbrier Lane? Greenbrier Lane, yeah. But, okay. uh, but uh, And obviously I have uh, my... Facebook and my Instagram under Greenbrier Lane. Cool. And uh, but yeah, to find everything, I, I like Spotify. I know I'm on iTunes. I'm on Apple Music. I'm on Amazon. I don't know how much you're able to go into this, but did like you ever get hit up? Uh, your band ever get hit up by like you know smaller like punk rock labels like Nitro or like Epitaph or something? Well, that was the ultimate hope from all of this. This got really weird because I could not even talk about it with friends or strangers because the first answer out of the first question out of their mouth is, how much do you make? Like all kinds of just like, and I'm like, no, it's about trying to get, get out there, you know, it's and, a passion project, and, which and, I'm trying to, right. To build Everyone up. can relate to that, yeah. you know, and, and, um, just, it's hard to stay focused on your dream when, when you can't even talk about it without people like yanking you in a different direction you know especially this was getting into now the people i worked with on this project on this you know like you know why are we we doing this if no labels are calling no it was shocking to me because i really believe in the power of k-rock like that is just magic to me like it is to me to me it's world famous because this is where everyone gets their start that's what i think when i see world famous you know and um it's just shocking to me that it never spilt into bigger opportunities i did get signed by a label in japan that was a punk ra- label that had zero interest at all in my funny funny side oh really which was bittersweet straight punk. they wanted my punk yeah. and i'm like okay you know like they they liked one of my songs called the death of death which makes fun of do you remember that hardcore metal thing where people were fight dancing yeah oh yeah okay. totally okay I, well, it's one I, of the funniest things on the internet i i wrote a song uh and the chorus goes like fighting invisible ninjas never seemed weird to me like you know like about some kid who his parents walk in on him um taking care of himself and they're mm-hmm. like dude you're just a normal boy and then later his parents walk in while he's practicing his fight dancing and they're like bro we got to get you it and so <laughs> we got to take you to the therapist yeah. Yeah. what's had, wrong with you this had nothing to do with with this kevin and bean yeah. this was something that i had wrote that, that i thought was funny on my own and um the label loved that song, you know, and so it was released in Japan. I called Lightning, said, "Who do I call?" He had me call Peter Paterno, which is Metallica's lawyer. Oh my yeah. god! Like, yeah. Well, that was unfortunately. I I did my homework, called every entertainment lawyer on the planet. No one would call me back. Yeah. 
Paterno called me back. Are you serious? Oh, this guy literally up. said to me, I was in a bar <laughs> in La Mirada, and he's like, hold up, man, I got to call you back. Dr. Dre's on the other line. And uh, I'm thinking, <laughs> is Dr. Dre really on the other line? Oh, yeah. Dude, this That's guy hilarious. shut down Napster. Right. Peter Paterno. Right. And yeah. so he was my lawyer <laughs> representing a an $1,800 uh, introductory licensing deal. Wow. So I did get signed, and they discovered me off of an old site called Pure Volume. Do you remember oh, this yeah. site? Yeah. yeah. I used to... Not only was I trying the K-Rock angle, I was passing out demo CDs, I was doing shows, I was playing high schools, and I was buying ads on the internet, and I used to buy an ad on pure volume on the homepage. Wow. And that's how they found me. And I'm like, okay, so I did this 909 thing. They're like, we don't know what that is. This is Japan, man. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I got this, you know, because I'm a bro. And they're like, well, we don't get that here. You know? Yeah, so, right. It's flattering, but... Yeah. But yeah. Now, well, nowadays, man. I mean, with, the, with like SoundCloud and stuff, are you thinking about trying again? Like, Well, I just... My best idea was still, I think, my best idea, which was writing songs for this. Yeah. This this could could get a reach that my song "Cause I'm a Bro," which is my most popular song, I I really just passed out CDs at two Warp tours and it spread. Wow. So I feel like if I have the magic, it it takes it on its own thing. You know, like yeah. some mm-hmm. songs are just magic, and my song right. "Cause I'm a Bro," I did very little. You know, and people just it resonated with it people. resonated pe- right. with people, and then um, people started using it in motocross videos, using it in YouTube videos. Which I'm like, okay, this person's like using this without my permission, but people are listening. You know, yada yada yada. Did you ever just hit them up and be like, yo, I'll ask credit? Um, well, yeah, because that, I would always definitely ask for credit. Yeah. But now it's getting to the point where I would like to maybe send YouTube a letter saying like, hey, this video and this, this is not me. Which you should. Yeah. Right. You Which know, you now, should, yeah. especially like since we just played Christmas in Neverland, yeah. like I think my homework tonight after I get wasted with my buddies is to, <laughs> uh, to, to celebrate this, nice. is to um, wake up tomorrow and start emailing YouTube like I don't right. want, yeah. these are not mine, you know, because cool. I, I just want it to get directed back to yeah. Well, we definitely appreciate all the hard work you've done through uh, the years I, and all the tracks. I mean, you're definitely super talented. Thank you. Thanks it's, for coming down. It's strange to have work I did 10 to 15 years ago yeah. pay off right now, <laughs> right? but I'll take yeah. it. Like, uh, you know, this is a dream you're, come you're true. Ki- you're kind. Yeah, you're kind. You're kind. You're flattering us. I would like to close uh, with you telling us a little bit about that Las Vegas story, if you don't mind, because okay. uh, I hear it's a, it was a wild night, and I don't know anything about this. Okay. Uh, I will tell this with using... Minimal names, okay. and I hope that it. Which, it, which, if it's a Las Vegas story, and he's prefacing that with, okay. I'm not going to use the real names. You know, I, it's a good story. Well, it's just I'm going to stand for this. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, um, me and Lightning are buds. Yeah. If I slip with a name, are you able to take it out? Yeah. After okay, totally. Minimal, minimal names and minimal drug right. references. The only, yeah. the only name I'm going to use is Lightning, and okay. there were no drugs this night. Okay, so that, okay. there was this just this Well, okay. I never, I actually, in all my years with all the K Rock stuff, I never saw. Okay, I, even in my personal life, I've you never hanging around. Me I've then. never seen. <laughs> I've never even seen cocaine. I don't know how. I've made, I, in my entire life, I've never seen me it. But, Mugs. Yeah. <laughs> you started so, hanging out with Muggos. <laughs> I was with one of my best buddies down in Laguna Beach. And my cell phone rang. This was probably 2006, 2007. And it was lightning. It was 3 p.m. on a Saturday. And lightning says, hey, man, me so-and-so and so-and-so. Not not direct K-Rock employees, but people definitely in this family. Okay. Okay. Rad. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> make sure you take that yeah, out, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said rad. Yeah. Right, rad. Yeah. So, okay. 
he says, can you get to Southwest at LAX by, you know, 7 p.m.? And I'm like, that's in four hours. I'm in Laguna. And he's like, no, 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 you got to come. Like, we're going to, to Vegas tonight. And I'm like, well, where are we staying? He's like, no, 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 we're not staying anywhere, man. We're staying up all night and flying home at five in the morning. And I'm like, I can't miss this. Like, no one's ever, K-Rock's asking me to go to, you know, Vegas. Yeah. I shouldn't say, Lightning is asking me right, to go. Yeah. <laughs> We get on the plane, and immediately I realize how last minute this is because we're scattered throughout the plane. No one's sitting next to each other, right? right? But these guys are so pumped and excited. They're standing and yelling at each other. So the whole plane is now like a party bus. People are are, are getting that. It's a plane to Vegas, right? Right. Of course, and it's rad. (laughs) They're getting that energy, and I'm just like, this is insane. Like, you know, here I am. People are buying drinks for each other. It's yeah. a party bus that was not meant to be a party bus. Okay. You know, this is just a normal yeah. commercial flight that was going. We get to Vegas. This is the part that where it gets good. Uh-huh. Person A lost a large sum of money in okay. a very fast amount of time. Oh, to yeah. the point where it's like, classic Brad. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is this is me oh, thinking. Rad. I don't make this. This is six months of my life. That this Crazy, guy just yeah, yeah. blasted oh, yeah. through. We've seen it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I am uncomfortable. And I'm standing behind him. We're all standing behind him. And he's having the time of his he's life, by the way. He's going for it. Oh, yeah. And no one is stopping him. No, Everybody's drunk. No, no there's no stopping oh, him. Oh. You know, I know. Th- this, I'm like, holy crap. Like, uh-huh. How am I going to get home? <laughs> Do we have tickets home? <laughs> so... He was having me run to the cage, and he was giving me these hundred dollar chips. He's like, "Go do, go do this." And I'm like, "I got like four thousand dollars in my hands. Like, I could, if I took a thousand dollars, this guy would never know, right. you know." But obviously, I'm not going to. I'm pretty steal. sure you wouldn't know four hundred. Yeah, right. I, 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 I would never steal. But I yeah. remember no, thinking, I like, know "This yeah. guy dude, doesn't even turn around and look at me. Is mm-hmm. he sure he gave it to me?" Yeah. You know. So I'm running to the cage back and forth. It ends in like a yelling match right there in the palms between him and. Whoever uh-huh. we got escorted out, so not only did he you lose, guys got kicked out, we got kicked out. Oh my god! So, wait, 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 he was yelling with someone in his own party? No, no, I, I think it was like uh, he was getting mad because he wasn't he was losing. Oh, I cannot believe man. I'm telling the story. Wait, wait, so That's this funny. guy's never going to talk That's to me again. Funny. So the next thing is we get escorted out. Everyone's wasted, and mm-hmm. we take a, a taxi to a strip joint. Yeah. Now this is the great part of the story. All right, we're right all now? sitting in a row. Yeah. Don't remember what strip strip joint it is. Person A, Rad, is uh, <laughs> he has the money, right? No yeah. one wants to spend money because this guy's spending a ton of dough. That's, That's Brad. Brad. He yeah. whips out a hundred bucks. Brad, sorry. He, yeah. he whips out a hundred bucks, and this unbelievable girl is walking by, touches her arm, and says, "Take my friend, which is Lightning, have a good time." Mm-hmm. And Lightning and her are gone. I'm like, "Yeah, okay." Then the the, the rose slides over closer to Brad. Person B, <laughs> next person. Uh-huh. Calls a stripper. Here's a hundred bucks. Take my friend. How? And so I'm catching wind of what's going on. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm two guys away from yeah. having a party. Yeah. Who? Like, I've never had a hundred dollar lap dance in Vegas. Yeah. I would never let myself do that. <laughs> right. You know? And so it gets to me, right? And this six foot Amazonian girl caught wind of what was going on, and she's already stomping in our direction. Right? Oh no. Brad is looking at her, but he's wasted, and I'm, I'm like. She's looking in my direction. I don't want to go, no, 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 no. I'm like, this is not going how I want it to go, right? Brad, in his drunkness, or rad, goes, "Um, take my friend, have a good time. And so now she's dragging me to a back room, right? Oh, my God. And I like... I like have You're a, like, no, I no, have a girlfriend no. at the time, but I know that she's gonna think this is great. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, it's not that I wouldn't have got a lap dance. It was just I wanted like some unbelievably hot girl that would never sit in my I lap get it, to do right, it. You know, yeah. 
this girl was twice my size. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just she takes me to the back, and I swear this room. There's one seat open, and it's in the middle of the room, so it feels like everyone's watching me, right? right. This is, and this show, is the private huh? room, right? She's doing her thing, dancing, and I'm sitting there, and she gets, She's hurting you? <laughs> she gets on top of me and says to me, what's the matter, baby? You're so quiet, you're making me nervous. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. Like, now I'm creeping her out. Oh, man. From there, we went straight back to the ho- to the to McCarran. Yeah. Like, you know, just- with a stripper. Not with the stripper. Oh, okay. no, no, no. That would have been a cool no, no, story. No. Straight back to McCarran. Our plane left at 5 a.m. And we were there three hours early. And we slept right next to the Southwest Gate. So it wouldn't leave you? So the plane wouldn't leave you? On our Using our shoes for pillows. Like oh on the floor. God. We were so early. No one was there. And then when I woke up, I was surrounded by travelers. You know, people <laughs> going like, home. What's happening? Yeah. And so, you know... But yeah, oh, that's hilarious. That that was my Vegas with K Rock. That's a, that's a great story, dude. Great story. <laughs> well, thanks for coming in, man. We thank really you guys appreciate so it. much for having me. And uh, my brother, that's Steve Chavez, Greenbrier Lane. Yes, yeah. Thank you. Ah, that was fun. That was oh, awesome, that was man. Good. Yeah, Steve's a good guy. Dude, that story uh, of rad. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> uh, keep those emails coming in. Omar at krock.com, DJ Sanchez at krock.com, or beermug at krock.com. Also be called the uh, Afro line. 323-520-AFRO. Thank you very much for listening to this show. We are the B-Team. Happy holidays. Ho, ho, ho. The B-Team. Yeah. The B-Team. The B-Team. Oh, that's right. The B-Team. Baby. Baby. All right. Uh, let's see what the hell this... Uh... How long is this track? Okay, two-minute track, bonus track. You said it's something you've never heard? I've never heard this, and it's it's total crap. It's it, it, it's it's off of, I want to say it's off their first record, and I'm guessing it was the White Album, and the, they probably were hard up on getting guests, so they got some Jesus. dude named John Wesley Harding to do this song, and Kevin and Bean are in this song. Oh. They're recording with him. Uh, so, enjoy? Question mark? Take two. No, take one. We haven't written the song yet. That's Can't true. Take, take okay, one. Here we go. Feel the warmth. Sway your hands. Feel the love. It's coming down from up above. Word to your mother. Tell love him. your sisters and brothers. Yeah, and love deep. each other. <laughs> A Kevin and Bean's Christmas time. Like he's just riffing. Well, I guess this is the part of the album, Kevin, where we feel the warmth and the love in this room. When we were young children. Yeah. You don't even know where you're going with that, do you? <laughs> it's not when we were young children. Classic Kevin. Thing to say. When we were young children, we used to dream of being able to have friends as close as we've become in this room. <laughs> hey, pass the eggnog, Mark, the little drummer boy, could you? And I just want to say to everyone listening, we hope you're feeling our Christmas love and our warmth out there today. Because it's pulsating around the Because room, like. it's pulsating. <laughs> it's a little throb in K-Rock. Oh. And now here's our friend John Wesley Harding for the final verse of our song. <laughs> it's going to make us all rich. Won't you please listen? We'll feel the warmth. Feel the oh, love. nice clap along. It's coming down from up above. Word to your mother. <laughs> Love your sisters and brothers And love each other At Kevin and Bean's Christmas time Feel the warmth Oh, God. 
No oh. going? Oh, background singers. It's coming That was the thing that they did and put it on a Christmas record. That just happened. Worst bonus track ever. Yeah, that's pretty bad. People want to say on their meeting comedian instead of that. (laughs) Way to go, Omar. All right. Bye. Bye bye. Bye.